Go turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. What's up? We are back for another recap of Tad Lasso. D. The word of the day is P. It's P. Mm-hmm. Like urinate? No. No, oh. it starts with the P. That oh, the word, word of the day. Uh-huh. Um, hmm. Am I supposed to guess? Yeah. Does it rhyme with smushy? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> How dirty of you. I was thinking Nate. I wasn't even thinking that. See, look at you. How See, dirty I, are you? I, I tried to I tried to guide you, tried you? to toss you at Ellie. It is the penultimate episode. Penultimate episode. <laughs> you should have said it rhymes with Schmishmosimit. It is. It's also Ronnie's favorite episode most of the time. Did it disappoint? It did not. It no, it, it did not. Not in any way. So yeah, the the title of this episode is Midnight Train to Royston, and as always, general impressions. What do you think about it? Leaving on the midnight train. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you love. It. I don't know why you try to pretend like you don't enjoy my concerts. They are high class. I enjoy this episode a whole whole lot. Um, I usually get to watch it before you because uh, I guess you get to work. You're you're an hour behind, but. Like, I wanted to tell you to immediately watch it because I didn't want you to get any spoilers. But thankfully, you did anyway. So obviously, you felt the same way about it as I did, which is it was awesome. I loved it. Yes, it was. And and kind of what I said last week, it's the culmination of allowing things to like just build up over a season instead of trying to like mm-hmm. rush things and let them happen. So all of the you know, threads that we built this season, um, They've come to their climax like right before the season ends. And now it's time for a resolution. But yeah, I love this episode. It was like all the different storylines like were were pretty amazing and a lot of pretty thrilling things happened. So yeah, lots to talk about. So much. So much. Might as well kick it off now because we're going full steam ahead. Oh, yeah. So first, let's talk about Ted and Dr. Sharon. So first of all. I now now looking back on it, I almost feel foolish for trying to ship them because like we knew the entire time that Dr. Sharon was the consummate professional. And I know the resolution to that storyline may seem kind of abrupt to some people, but knowing Dr. Sharon and what she meant to Ted's life, it actually makes perfect sense how how it ended. So what do mm-hmm. you think about that? I do too. I um now when I found out she was leaving, um, I was kind of sad because I thought that she was the coach, like she was just now the team doctor and that she'd just be a part of the staff. I didn't realize it was temporary. Um, but when I found out, well, when Higgins said that she was already gone, I was devastated. Mm-hmm. Like I truly was there because I thought she had already left. I didn't I didn't realize he was saying that she was leaving. I thought he said that she was like this she was gone that's what i heard right and Mm. thankfully she was still there because the first thing i thought was oh no she can't like she knows she can't abandon ted like anybody knows she knows and then even he said that if anybody knows how i feel about abandonments it's you so Mm. 
it I think the way they wrote her, I guess wrote her off because she's gone now, right? I don't yeah, I can't it's, imagine it's assume that that's it for her. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine a better way of doing it. And I also think them not reading the note was beautiful too, because we can just imagine what the words are and make it whatever we want it to be without there being a definitive. Mm-hmm. This is what she said to him that made him look this way, that made him understand because we don't need to know the words. We know what they meant to each other. And his facial expression said enough. So I really didn't, I was glad he didn't read it because I just want to, in my mind, imagine what the note said. So with that said, what do you think it said? Ooh, so I think she summed it up, but it may have included something else. But in summation, I I think she said that, um, Ted, you're not a failure both as a father and a husband. Um, Your family still loves you. You're a great man, a great coach. And um, just like everyone else, you, you helped me just like you, you know, help everyone else in your life. I I, probably said something to that effect. Mm -hmm. And I think something about their friendship too, Mm -hmm. because they're like, to me, it seems like they're truly friends now. And I don't know if that's allowed with therapists and client relationships, but it is. And I like it. So I thought it was, I thought it was done very very well, especially the fact that he kind of he was mad at about the letter. He read the letter and then he wrote her one, even though it was just a note. He wrote her one saying goodbye. So it's kind of like they kind of met in the middle, mm-hmm. you know, because she doesn't like saying goodbye, and he she feels more comfortable writing it. So both of them got what they needed out of it. She still got to write and say goodbye, and she she still got to say goodbye without right at the moment like she he gave her the note so it's kind of like i'm not ignoring how you feel or the fact that you like to do it this way better i'm not making you bend to my will but they both compromised and i thought that was dope it was just beautiful the way they did it yeah it was and like i said i'm I'm glad it it ended this way because like i said i feel foolish now anything else would have been like super corny but this is like just just perfect because Sharon was there for a reason. She and she mm-hmm. served their purpose and they said their goodbyes and, and Ted is now better for it. And, and so is Sharon. So that's good. But let's now shift to Richmond FC. Um, we get a, by the way, um, you know how I hate exposition. That, that's how, you, that's how you, that's how you toss in a little, just a little detail. Toss it in like that. That's how you do it. Just, just lightly. Just yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we get the information that, um, Samuel Vasanya is like on a tear, like he scored a, a hat trick. But not only that, Richmond is one game away from promotion, one game away. So we, we finally and know for that. those unfamiliar, my friend, what is a hat trick? That's when you score three goals in one game. That's awesome. That's which awesome. is which is which is kind of amazing because what I gather is like um Samuel Vasanya started off um as a right back, which is like the right defensive player. But last season, Ted moved him up into midfield and, and he's been thriving there. So yeah, shout out to, to Ted for at least making one good tactical decision. But, but yeah. Um, was but, it Ted? Yeah, uh, no, that seriously was Ted. That one was Ted. I only wanted you to say that because what's going to come up in later on, mm-hmm. it, that's going to matter. This is gonna matter. Right, right, right. 
Yeah, so so that one was a detail. But of course, when you start to have success, people start to notice. Ooh. And yeah, Sam and Rebecca, yeah, they, they're both approached with an amazing offer. And also, let me go back um, to explain this in soccer terms. So there are teams like at the bottom of the table that sell one player that's like on the rise and then they're like set for years like for instance um this team called Aston Village just sold Jack Grealish to Manchester City for 100 million and they probably bought Jack Grealish for like for like 1 million at most like i, I think like they they pay like so so their return on investment is huge so that is what could potentially happen with Richmond because um i forget Sam Rich Richardson's character on here, but he plays the Ghanaian um, investor basically, and he says, "Oh, I could, I can exceed the the valuation of Sam Obasanya. Like, I can make a very handsome offer for him. Just name the price." So, not only can Richmond be, yeah, <laughs> not only can Richmond be promoted, like they can come up handsomely if they sell Sam Obasanya. So, Rebecca is kind of like. And we kind of mentioned this. So, 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 like, what, like, where does she go now? What does she? Okay, there's so many gems in this because I, I don't know, and I, I honestly like the fact that she was honest about the fact that she doesn't know either because she doesn't want to stifle him because that would be selfish. But on the other hand, he's an excellent player, so it makes sense for her to want to keep him on the team. But it's coming to that other thing we were saying, too. Like, any move she makes when it comes to Sam is going to come back to their relationship. Like, we're always going to say, did she do this because it was in the best interest of the team? Or does it have something to do with the way she feels about Sam? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think Ted gave her the best advice that she could, that that could be given to her. Because what do you do? Yeah, I I like how Ted played it. He was like, "I, I could not agree more. Actually, I just well, uh, I, 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 can't, could, yeah. I can't agree more. <laughs> he did he did that thing where you like let somebody talk it through themselves and mm-hmm. make their own decision, and you just listen, which he's great at. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I guess the dilemma is Rebecca can be selfish and hold on to Sam, mm-hmm. and hold on for him solely for the reason that she wants to pursue something in the future, although she can't give him an answer now. Like she says that she was like, I can't give you an answer now, but at the same time, I don't want you to go. Or the the businesswoman, because now she's in that mindset, she can sell him and Richmond can have a tremendous come up. Like Sam of is money, is good. money, money, money. But just imagine how many more Sam Opasanias you could buy with what's being offered. So that's the dilemma. And it is indeed a dilemma. Make Sam say, okay, make another Sam. You know what I mean? Since you can do it, <laughs> since you can afford to. But I think I think the dilemma is more so Sam's now. And mm-hmm. which is good because I think it's fair that he decides what he does with his mm-hmm. future. And that Rebecca is going to allow him to do that because she can honestly just say no and he's just mm-hmm. there. Like she could. But I like that she she told him, I want you to stay. Um, but you do you. Like that's kind of what she said. Like you you make the best decision for yourself, but keep in mind that I want you here. Mm-hmm. And so now to me it comes to 
do you go and take Mr. Okufu's offer, which is beautiful, by the way, because I like the whole idea of we put in Africa on the map. And in order to do that, we got to get the best one, the best of our people because mm-hmm. we have them. So it's not that we don't that Africa can't be great. It's just that if every great player leaves, then how can we? Right. So if I can get all of the greats here and not only just for the football, but for the for who they are, the men that they are. And I can make this thing great. And Africa can be one of the like best soccer clubs can have one of the best soccer clubs, which is his goal. So does Sam do that? He's already, you know, made it clear that he does care deeply for Nigeria. Or does he stay and stay with his white lady? Yeah. And that's a and that's a I'm glad they address this too. By the way, this show is so smart, but yeah, I'm glad they address this too because um Nigeria's national team isn't as good as it can be. And that's because you most of them are playing for England. (laughs) Some of them are playing for Germany. Some of them are playing for the United States. Um simply because like and and once again, this goes into colonization and just know depleting of resources so a lot of those families had to flee like and not even just like nigeria of course because i'm not saying nigeria is like some war torn country but i'm just saying like a lot of these countries in africa like their players um had to go you know because their families had to go see different opportunities like you look at france's national team like um i think they have seven starters that are black none of which are just french you know, air quotes, if you can't see this. So, so yeah, I'm glad they addressed this. Um, they, they're saying, you know, what if our best players came home? And, and yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a bit of a beautiful premise. Um, now my soccer mind is like, okay, logistically, like this is, uh, an African league team. So, um, I don't know who else they would be playing because those teams don't really playing the Champions League. But anyway, that's besides the point. But either way, like it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful yeah, skip premise. That <laughs> yeah, skip that part. So yeah, it's a beautiful premise. And I'm glad that they, you know, introduced it because because yeah, I always wonder that sometimes like what if Nigeria was able to retain its best player. So yeah, it's just a premise. It is cool. And I and I think the best part was the fact that he's saying that he's a walking what do you say I'm a walking confliction. Is confliction mm-hmm. even a word? <laughs> <laughs> we'll say it is. He, he, he made it one. It's the language barrier. We we can make it work, but we we know yeah. what he meant. But he said, "I am a billionaire, and I don't think billionaires should exist." And that's how I am because my first thought was, "You can remedy that if you give it away." And mm-hmm. it seems that that is what he's planning to do. Now he's not mm-hmm. going to be dumb and just say, "Okay, here, just take all of my money, and I'll make a way." Like I don't think anybody shouldn't should give all of your money away. Of course, you should have enough to be stable for you and your grandkids and your grandkids' kids. That's fine. But if you have amassed a certain amount of money that you can't spend in three lifetimes, then that's ridiculous. And if you can take a lot of that and give it away in whatever way you can, great ways, you should. Because he's not making any, you know, like he's not trying to pretend that he's anything else. Because, I mean, he bought a freaking museum. And a mm. restaurant just because he wanted to show Sam a good time. So he knows how to spend the money. <laughs> it's like he knows how, but he still understands that there is a a um, responsibility for him to help as many people as he can, especially his own. And it seems like that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. Which I like. 
Also, also a quick aside, I love the fact that he was like, I don't shake hands, but then he sees Sam and he's like. <laughs> like that, Um, it's like that skit with. Uh, yeah, the, the Key and Peele skit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what, like that. Not, I could not stop laughing. It was funny, too, because Ted looked and he was just like, I get it. I get it. It was like, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. <laughs> Also, nice shouts to I May Destroy You because he mentioned the actor, the extra in the museum, mm-hmm. but Sharon, the actress that played Sharon, she was also in I May Destroy she, she's You. She's also in I May Destroy You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. By the way. And they, if, if, didn't they just win an Emmy? Like, oh, yeah. well, they were in the same category, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, by the way, if you haven't watched I May Destroy You, please remember that it's a fantastic piece of work. Challenging, yes. but fantastic. Anyway, yeah. So, shout out. Yeah, definitely shout out to that. Shout out to the mention. Um, also shout out to Banksy. Like I don't like look, <laughs> do I, is that the real Banksy? Who knows? Oh, it but might be. Wouldn't that be cool? It, as far as we know, it can be. Like we don't know, could, we don't know either way. <laughs> maybe I'm Banksy. Maybe you're Banksy. Maybe so. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? It is to me though, I think the most incredible thing about that is in this day with all of this information that we have, all of this social media, that he's still anonymous or she. I'm assuming we're the Banksy's a man. We're making an assumption, right? Yeah, I f- yeah, I feel like. Or do people, we know that it's a man? Yeah, people have claimed to know enough to know that Banksy is a is a man, probably like mm-hmm. early forties. I hope it's him, and if it's not him, I hope the person is. I hope Banksy is just like him. Yeah. Like, just, like, just, like, what if Banksy was like an extra, but not yeah. that guy in the scene? Like, that would be, that yeah, <laughs> that would be so cool. I wonder if he's ever going to reveal himself. Nah, I feel like that's part of the mystique. I think it's yeah, it's cool. Like, if you, I think if you it would take, know. I think it would take somebody claiming to be him for him to just be like, yeah, no, nah, that ain't Banksy. Yeah. But I don't. But it doesn't seem like anybody will do that because they they should be afraid to. Because there's ways to find out if somebody's lying. Yeah, and I feel like there are enough people who like truly know who would be like, nah, bro, you're not. You're not, you're not you know you ain't. Because him. I mean, there are some people who know, of course, but yeah. yeah. I got you. That was cool. I, I liked it. I like all of that. And I, I like how not only is the show incorporating Sam's storyline with him being from Nigeria, but they're putting forth effort. Like the mm-hmm. small stuff, like the, the Joloff Wars and, you know, how um Akufu kept saying, you know, yeah, he's pretty good to be Nigerian. So it's like mm-hmm. the whole Ghana Nigeria thing is still it's like a an inside this African <laughs> country is better. So it's just really it was just it's not just we're just dropping this stuff in here just so we can say, oh, we talked about Africa. They're mm-hmm. actually putting forth effort to say, okay, what is it that you would want us to explore or talk about or what things what kind of conversation would you have with a billionaire from Ghana like how would that go and I can tell that they got some input or at least got some writers that knew mm-hmm. and I, I just thought that just because it's it just shows that it doesn't take that much you could just ask a simple question and then just write it in there it's really simple mm-hmm. you can yeah so I, I, I just like it I like the effort a whole lot I love the fact that you know like the primary writers on the show or like Brett Goldstein, who is Roy Kent, Brendan Hunt, who is Beard, and of course, um, Sudeikis. But 
there there are legit times this season where they just said, you know what, let's step back. And um, that's when they brought in um, Ashley Nicole Black of the um, Black Lady Sketch Comedy Show. And she's written like two or three episodes this season. And, and you can tell, mm-hmm. like it's apparent, mm-hmm. like you can tell. So mm-hmm. so the fact that they're like, okay, we have this story, but let's make it authentic. So let's step back and bring in someone who knows better. And of course, they, they don't want a cookie for this, but you see these, you know, mishaps happen so often that you know you got to shout it out for them to recognize like okay we we can't tell this story so let's bring in somebody who can and i'm glad they do because it's not that hard to do because you can do it you can just you have to want to that's all it is you Mm -hmm. have to put forth some effort and i'm glad they do that's what i'm saying so so diak i want a question for you um going back to the reddit not Brett, excuse me, the Ted and Rebecca conversation <laughs> where Ted said you dropped a truth bomb and then same time next year. I'm not going to lie. I was like, hmm. 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 What could it be? What bomb could she drop next year? Mm-hmm. Could it be? Because because also, let me um let me say this. So, Shout out to um to Chuck the CSJR. Um, he said that he believes that the Ted and Rebecca thing was a red herring the entire time for the Sam and Rebecca thing. I think it might be the opposite. Like it's mm. like like it's almost like oh okay we were teasing this the whole time, but that's not really what it is, or is it? So is it? I still feel like that's going to be the thing. And we wanted to add a little fun fact. Um. He said Sam and Rebecca were his was his favorite TV couple. So mm-hmm. to have one in real life is great. Sam and Rebecca were on Cheers. Norm from Cheers, the actor, is Jason Sudeikis's uncle. So he's had like, I think he's had a shot about Cheers before then. He either said something about Norm, mm-hmm. I think, when they were at the restaurant, when mm-hmm. he was at the restaurant with Roy. But I just, it's just cool that he just keeps, you know, kind of throwing them in there, like, hey. Here's another Cheers reference for y'all that know, because I, mm-hmm. I didn't watch Cheers. It used to be on, but I was too young to remember it. Finally, something I was too young for. Those scenes are getting more. Yourself. I know they're getting so few and far between. It's like, oh, I remember that vividly. But this, I don't. So thank you very much. But um, I, I if it's not that, I think it have to be something good for it not to be what I'm expecting now. Right, because they made it a point. He made it a point to say, you know, you're, you're making a habit of this. Because he didn't have to say that. He could have just yeah, let it go. I have to say that, right? Like they wanted us to remember. Oh crap! So next year around episode ten ish, I'm gonna be like, hmm, what's mm. it gonna be? What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? Here we go. And it's gonna be Ted. I love you. Maybe. Nah. But maybe. But maybe. The only problem is if Sam leaves. It's kind of going to suck because then Sam won't be on the show anymore. I mean, I guess he could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to lie. Like seeing um, seeing the rise of this character, Sam. Like, and, and by the way, like another shout out for just recognizing like the, the players you have. Like and I mean, like players as in like actors and being like, OK, people seem to like this character. Let's bump him up a bit more. So like Sam was featured heavily this season. So to remove him. I mean, of course, we still have a great supporting cast. We still have a great story, but, but yeah, it would be a bit weird to not have Sam. And 
and in their defense, they could do it because they're going to do it for Sharon, too. Mm-hmm. So it could work like we this wouldn't be the first time that a character has been on a show and they left for whatever reason. So I'm not saying that the show won't be great without Sam. I'll just miss him because, again, they just brought him you know, to the forefront. And now I love him. And then, you know, if he leaves, it'll kind of be like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. But maybe he'll leave and he'll do well. And then they'll like, you know, highlight him and they will still get to see him. And then he'll meet some nice woman. And then, you know, move yeah, on with his because, life. Because, like I said, I, I can't help but to think that Sam's purpose was to show Rebecca what she deserves. Because, like like we keep saying, the big elephant is the room is in the room is obviously their age difference. There's no way they could really work, but they work on paper and they work in regards of Rebecca knowing her worth now. But mm-hmm. as far as like long term, I, I just can't see it. And not only like you said, she knows what she should be looking for, but it's also what she can have. It's mm-hmm. like these things that you wanted in a man, they exist. Nobody, mm-hmm. you, nobody can tell you that you're that you're reaching for the sky, that you're doing too much, that you should lower your standards because she doesn't have to. Because now she's had it. She knows that this person exists and mm-hmm. the things she wants, she can have. So she doesn't have to settle for anything else. And Roy already told her that. Mm-hmm. Like, so maybe now to stick. Great transition, though, because mm. let's get <laughs> no, into Roy and Keely. So, <laughs> so I don't want to. All right. So obviously they like previewed the teacher earlier. You could kind of tell that like she liked Roy, but Roy was just like, eh, I'm aloof because I'm Roy Kent. But he was kind of entertaining it this time around. Like he almost blew off Keely. So what do you think about that? All right. Last episode, sorry, on last week's episode, <laughs> we yeah, both right. were saying um it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with with Roy and Keeley when it comes to Jamie. And our biggest thing is, is she going to tell him? Is she going to tell him about Jamie? Is she going to tell him about Jamie? And your thought was she was going to tell him and he was just going to say, you know, of course he loves you because you're hot and just kind of move on. But we were thinking, I think long term, either that was going to happen or she wasn't going to tell him at all. Okay. I wasn't expecting this though. Like I wasn't expecting the Roy part. Um, mm-hmm. Him talking to the teacher is kind of giving, okay, there's chemistry. Keely is not the only person in the world that you could love or that you can love or that mm-hmm. you can be with or that you can be happy with. And I don't know what Roy's dating relationship was before Keely, but it didn't seem like it was very interesting or it existed at all right i don't it was just a thing so this again could be a situation where she has shown him that you can love you can be in love you can love somebody and this is kind of how to do it him and the teacher are alike in their personalities kind of and that kind of stuff matters, right? So I think it could go two ways. It could be one, they're going to break up 
which I kind of feel like they did. We'll get to it, but I, I think they kind of did. But they'll break up. Or two, it'll be a situation where this is real life. Like, yes, you have a person. And if you believe in monogamy and you want to be in a monogamous, monogamous relationship, you choose your person, even when there are other people out there. Mm-hmm. So it could go either one of those ways. They can choose to be together because they love each other. <laughs> Excuse me. And they're not just going to say, oh, OK, well, since I like somebody else, this can't be it because that's just foolish. That's not how life works. You still are attracted to people. There are still people that you can be into. But if you choose to be, again, like I said, in a monogamous relationship, then you choose your person all the time. So those are the two ways it can go. I personally think it's not because I think they broke up. I, I feel like they broke up. Like they, yeah. <laughs> I just, I feel like they did. Even with like just sitting there with the realization of what happened, the fact that he told her, he talked to that lady for three hours. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the writing is, is so good because she mentioned Nate and neither one of them had a reaction. It was just like, mm-hmm. whatever. It's like, it's whatever. Okay. It's Nate. But when he mentioned the teacher for three hours, you could see in her face, like, really mm. and then she dropped this jamie bomb on him like oh well since you talking for three hours how about this and like the vein in his neck was like like pulsating to the point where you can tell he was angry and hurt but almost didn't know what to say so it's almost like a gotcha for both of them and the, yeah, was, the looks on their faces looked like they broke up so i was gonna say comment first thing question comment um I don't know if you picked up on it, but it seems like Phoebe really likes the teacher, too, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the other thing, too. Yes, I think we mentioned that, too, because I'm like Keely is a part of Phoebe's life, too. So if they break up, she's mm-hmm. almost going to break up with Phoebe or not. Like she could still be around Phoebe. But will she? Mm-hmm. Will she? But you're right. Yeah. Phoebe likes the teacher a lot, actually. Yeah. Because those pictures are clearly the teacher. But anyway, um, and I, I think I think we are both in agreement that Keely would not have told Roy if he didn't say anything about the three hours. And that was almost like a one like I'm going to one up you. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he felt that, too. Mm-hmm. Because he the, the the anger was almost like why didn't you tell me this before? Mm-hmm. And are you telling me because you're entertaining it or are you telling me because I hurt you? And I wanted to ask you too about the the marriage part because she asked him, was he married? And he said, no. And then he stopped for a while. I was like, you know, a pregnant mm-hmm. pause. And it was just kind of like him. I could see in his brain was almost like he thought about Keely, being, him being married to Keely and it freaked him out. But it shouldn't have. Mm. Not at this point. I, uh, as as a man, I have a I have a different read. So, okay. Um, there are some men that say that men only fully disclose their full um, relationship status when it's somebody they're not attracted to. Like for instance, so in that in that instance, Roy should have said, "I know I'm not married, but I have a girlfriend." But he just put that, "No, I'm not married." space dot 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 oh here's my phone yeah 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 but she knows well i know maybe she doesn't know because she wouldn't have asked him if he was married and she knew about keely i would think right i wish 
Yeah, and I, I don't know. I kind of get the the feeling that the teacher cannot care less that he's already can't. So maybe she doesn't know. Maybe she doesn't know that Keith is around. Yeah, he may not. It's just I don't know. But again, there's clearly an attraction to the teacher. Mm-hmm. There's there are clearly some lingering feelings about Jamie. Um, but I wonder still if Keely would have ever, if she had, if she would have just dismissed it forever, if Roy hadn't said, "Oh, by the way, I spent this time with this teacher, three hours with this teacher," and I told, and she asked me, "Was I married?" and I said, "No." Does he want to break up with like did he did he want to break up? Like is he confused? Is that why he said it to her? Because they are very honest with each with each other. We've said that before. They tell each other almost everything. But I don't know. It started with Nate and then it just kind of went downhill. Like, okay, so here's what I think about them. Like they're 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 a good couple, but how much do they truly have in common? And not only that, he's totally a rebound. Mm-hmm. Like he is, he's totally her rebound from Jamie. He is. So maybe they just, like you said, they just look good. They make each other happy. But do they love each other? I mean, romantically. Because mm-hmm. she was dropping hints too. Remember, in when she, when she was at the um the boutique. She's like, you know, Roy never does this kind of stuff with me. He's always like, oh, I can't, you know, and she's making the voice or whatnot. So like mm-hmm. you said, their, their interests don't align. They just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't necessarily like the fact that this is happening, but it's real life because you can always look a certain way or pretend to be a way because you want to be with this person and it makes sense. But that doesn't mean that it's that that's how you actually feel. You may feel some kind of way like you could be happy today and get divorced tomorrow. Like that's how relationships go. So it's not that surprising. It's just kind of I guess it's too real for me because I'm like, oh, I don't want them to. Also, to bring up something I just randomly learned. So the the actress who plays Bex, her name is Keely in real life. Nice. But she and Jason Sudeikis are allegedly dating. So make of that what you will. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Moving on. So, yeah, remember last season? It makes sense for her to be there now. Like, because why is she there? Why yeah. last big, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like I said, remember last season when I told you it's a lot of his like real life and Ted Lasso. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, now let's move on. <laughs> now let's move on to um to Nate. Do we have to? Also known as Judas. Judas. Oh, Judas. Okay. Let's start from the beginning with Nate. Um, the plays he wrote the plays. Mm-hmm. And he's really upset because he wants credit for his wonderful job as a coach. Um, Mm -hmm. The reason I asked you about Sam was because, again, it's like Nate has this this idea that all of the success of the team is coming from him. Like he's really convinced himself that the only reason the team is successful is because of Nate. And actually, Roy. (laughs) 
Okay. And (laughs) the best part about that, though, no, I'm glad you said that is because the best part is Roy told him he was like, that's the job. Mm -hmm. That's that's the job. And while we were watching, my husband said the point made the point that, yes, he gets the credit, but he also takes the blame. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And Nate, and that's why I was like, I want them to win. I want them to be successful. But if that false nine fails, I wouldn't be mad because well, ain't, Nate, no false, ain't no false nine now. Well, ain't there not, well, it better not be. <laughs> oh, it better, <laughs> oh, it better uh-huh. not be. Uh-huh. They have to fire Nate, right? Like, like they have to, right? Nate's got to get fired, right? Right? He kissed his, Eat. he kissed Keely. That's the, that's the that's one. He kissed mm-hmm. Keely. He betrayed Ted, and it's not just the betrayal of the panic attack. It's the betrayal, meaning you told the world something that was supposed to be held. Like I told you that in confidence. So how can mm-hmm. I trust you with anything else? Right. With anything else. Shout out to Trent Krim though, the independent. Yeah, you're my boy. Because um, he didn't have to tell me it was Nate. Like I said, it was Nate before everybody knew it was Nate. Like there was no question on who told him because who nobody else. It was Roy, Leslie, Beard, Ted, Nate. Of those five people, who would tell anybody that he had a panic attack? Nate. Nate. He's the only one. And it's it's first of all, I hate his whole spitting ritual. It's stupid. Yeah. It's disgusting. I hate it. And it's disgusting. And I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. I get Rebecca's make yourself bigger. That makes sense. But the whole spitting thing, is it is it is it himself? Because it's always his reflection. Are you spitting at a like version him, of yourself? That's him doing something he wouldn't normally do. Okay, so he's just outside of his comfort zone. Yeah, it's still stupid. Yeah. Yes, it is. But um excuse me, he he said this whole thing about wanting to take credit and when Beard gave him the analogy mm-hmm. of the sun with, you know, they thought that they all were fighting for the the sunlight, but it turns out they shared. <laughs> He's like, are you ever going to give me a straight answer? Rob was like, dude, he, he, just he just did. did. And that's the same. I was like, he, he just told like, are you just like not trying to hear it? Or you're just waiting for them to join onto your bandwagon. And that's what it is. He wants somebody else to, to come in and say, yes, you're right. Ted doesn't deserve any credit. Um, you should be getting it all. I do want to add, mm-hmm. though, it's still unacceptable that Ted doesn't know this stuff. Like, he shouldn't yeah. know this stuff. And I can understand that kind of frustration. But they got too much dip on the ship. Way too much. Way too much. Way too much. And you brought it up. You said you saw him talking to somebody at the funeral. Who was it? Yeah, he was talking to Rupert. Do you think, because Rupert has said that Bex is going to sell her shares back to Rebecca, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to buy another team? Yes, because he loves football. Like Richmond FC is his baby because of his love for football. So he's definitely going to buy another club. That was my thought. He's going to buy another club and he's going to bring Nate. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 which I hope happens, he doesn't. And Nate's just back at being the Wonder Kid, Kit Boy. Maybe. Kit Man. Whatever it's called. That's what you are. 
Um, did you notice though that um Beard gave him that look again when he was berating mm-hmm. Will about the suit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think Beard is now seeing that your your wrath is just transferring from one person to another. And I don't think it's gonna matter now because he's told they're they're totally gonna fire him, right? Right. I'm trying to I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see They have to. They have to. to. I'm trying to see if that part of Ted is gonna come out where he's like, I I failed you. You deserve another chance. We gotta remember Ted's better than Ted's better than all of us because I would fire I would fire him. And he said no comment. I would fire him too. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even think twice about it. I would say you knew what was going to happen when you sold this story. So I would have had a pull I'm up I'm glad to you house, told the world. So. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm glad you told the world I had the panic attack. Now you can go and spread the word however you want to. You can even tell them that I fired you because I because you told it. But you got to get the hell out of here. Because yeah. you can't trust him. Like, you can't, you, trust, you can't him. trust him. You can't. There's no way you can trust Nate now. No way. And also, that, and also that's almost like a <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna use this analogy since it's um since it's um kind of evergreen for you that would almost be like a wide receiver coach like taking the credit for like a head coach and be like you know what we've won this game because of me oh i'm talking about it okay sorry <laughs> you didn't have to do that you sorry it's like like really the 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 knowledge like flows across on the coaching staff like and the and the role of a head coach is to take off that knowledge and be like, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like it's like to to basically sign off on the final decision. So if, if Nate doesn't recognize that, he's not gonna be much of a coach himself. He's Nate needs to be a better person, mm-hmm. period. Like just in general, because He's unfortunately that case where the bully becomes the bully Mm -hmm. and that doesn't help. Like you need to figure out your stuff and get it together and then be better. And then you can be a, you can just be a better individual because Nate's just not a good person. I see. No, he's he's not. And I hate that he was bullied, but I don't, (laughs) I don't think that has anything to do with you as a person because Ted didn't say he was bullied as a child. He always said he was un- underestimated. Mm-hmm. And he turned out to be great. So Nate, again, yes, he has his father, which is partially to blame for it, but you had your integrity, who you are, that's on you. He's grown now. Like you being a shitty person is just because that's just who you are. Mm-hmm. Like just who you are. Did he <sighs> in his defense? I could see where he could get misconstrued with Keely. I mean, she was this close to his face and all of that stuff. So I still, I still think it was odd that he tried to kiss her. Like she's like, just being nice to you. <laughs> I was going to say that. So that's so I could, and and also not to like speak for women, but I understand why women are like just so cold when they meet people they don't know because if you show any sign of just being nice to a person they'd be like oh she likes me she that's likes what me. That, like because what she was doing right there that's just keely like she would have like she she gets close up on people she's very like in your face she's a she's a very like she's very extroverted so 
Yeah, like, and, and plus, like, not. I hate to do this, but Nate, you're Nate, so like you, like you know. And it would be different if she didn't know Nate. I mean, that he if he didn't know Keely was dating Roy too. Mm-hmm. So you just all around you disrespecting her, you disrespecting the fact that she's in a relationship. And you just, again, got too much dip on your chip. And like you said, it's not like this is different. For, this is weird for Keely because she had just met Ted and she had him feed her a cheeseburger in the park. Right. You know, because exactly. it, it wasn't a big deal. It was just like, I have these stupid things on my hands. I need help. And Ted didn't take it any other way. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just Nate. Because, again, I'm like, wow, Earth, would you think Keely was? But anyway. Yeah. Whatever. Because she was being nice. Um, Sam has 72 hours to make his decision. No, 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 no. Correction. He has as much time as he needs, but he has 72 hours. He has 72 hours. It's funny because I watched it twice and I missed it the first time. I heard you have as much time as you know. Take as much time as you need. You have 72 hours. That's not long. No, it's not. That's not long at all. But he seemed seemed really excited about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he really did. He seemed really excited about what um, Mr. Kufu, I wish I could remember his first name, but what Akufu was saying. And I think he was kind of buying into it. He liked the effort. He liked how he was being courted, you know, because it was nice. Like you bought a whole museum and a restaurant and had a chef come make my kind of job. Like it was just, it was just really dope. And it was just like, this is, this is what I'm doing because I really want you to be with me. Now I understand mm-hmm. that you have this loyalty to Richmond because that's your club. Because he told him, he's like, I'm not leaving. Right. But I think he will. Yeah. I was going to say, so let's put it on the books now. So does the Sam leave? Yeah. I think he's going to leave. I think he I think he and Rebecca will have a come to Jesus. I think he's going to talk to his dad. And I think he's going to have that revelation, too, and say, if it were not for you, I would make this decision. I would leave. And that and for that reason, you can't be the reason I stay. You know what I mean, as as dark as this show is this season like let me add that this season mm-hmm. it'll, it'll probably be and i hope it doesn't happen but it'll probably be something to the effect of he makes his mind that he's going to leave but in the last game in promotion he gets seriously injured oh no no like it because it, it, because I, I can't basically like even though i'm tossing that out i can't say there being like I can't see there being like a defensive answer either way. There's going to be something that happens that kind of like force, awesome. forces them into a choice. Do you think even with the injury, do you think Akufu would take him anyway? Because I feel like he would. I mean. I think he'd yeah, take him yeah. anyway and let him rehab and do all well, of that stuff there. Well, but that, I think well, at that point. To, to complete a transfer. You have to undergo a physical, so no money is exchanged oh. if you can't pass that physical. Ooh. Even in this situation? Yeah. So if no terms are agreed on, like and, and he didn't undergo his physical and you know, yada yada yada, like nah, it's not happening. So he'd be stuck? Yeah, he'd essentially oh. be stuck. No, please don't do that. Don't do it, please. That'll be oh, that'll be devastating. 
But I would not be surprised if we don't get an answer either way. But since mm-hmm. this is the last episode, it could be one of those things where we don't know. They're just kind of like, you know, him and him and Rebecca on a midnight train. Mm-hmm. And he makes a decision. And then next season, we just we see whether he stayed or if he left. Mm-hmm. But I think he'll I I hate to say this, but I think he should go. Oh, yeah, he definitely should. Question, though, uh-huh. um, this is a soccer question. Should he go for the soccer part of it? Should he go or should he stay with Richmond? Um. Well, we don't even know what club he has yet, though. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. We don't. I'm saying we don't know what club Okufu has. He hasn't even bought one yet. No, He's just like the one I'm no, going he, he to. He mentions buy. it. He said he is buying um something. I think it's like Rojo Casablanca. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I mean, he hasn't which, done it yet. Which he will. He will. He's but done. but no, he was like, you're you're one of only five people to know this. I'm buying the club. Like he said that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, should so, he? So with that in mind, should he go soccer wise? Professional player wise, I say. I mean, considering that is it's Richmond FC, probably so because the I mean the offer is great. He's going to be immediately launched into like international stardom. I mean, because he's probably like he he's probably kind of one of like those best kept secrets playing for you know the championship. People are like oh that's that Mabasaya guy is good, but like nobody like really knows him like outside of England. But this could launch him into international stardom. So yeah. Okay, could he not do whatever the thing is that Jamie was doing? Because Jamie was uh, playing for Man City, right? And then he was on loan to them. Could so he yeah, not that, do that? that's a loan. But considering that. He's one of Richmond's primary players. Like you, you, all right. So you basically loan a player out. If like top clubs, top clubs typically do this. Like for instance, like um, like there's been situations where Manchester United has had like this super good eighteen or nineteen year old, but you know they got the big dogs in their starting team. There's no way this player is going to get time, but you still want them to get playing time elsewhere. So you loan them out for a season to to like a lower team. So basically, I say all that to say, um, Sam is one of the top players at Richmond. So there's no way they would loan him out because he is like one of their top players, and they don't have the so depth like to do that. Is it like yeah, baseball? Yeah, yeah kind of okay. sorted, kind of sorted. Yeah. So, okay. so basically, um, when you loan a player to a team, like that team, like picks up like the the wages for the year and for all intents and purposes, like that player plays for that team for a year. Mm-hmm. So it like I, I guess think of it as like like if I played at Florida State, I could get on playing time, so I'm going to transfer it to like a JUCO to like get my name known or something so it's almost like that similar principle but but yeah so you just go get like the the playing time elsewhere then you come back to your original squad and you know hopefully you've developed enough to like be a starter how long do soccer players play like at what age uh it depends so it's really strange all right so it's not uncommon for a soccer player to play to like to like 35. Okay. But so he's got a long but depe- time. But yeah, depending on the position, like they could possibly play longer, but typically like 35. Also in soccer, like the what what we call like the peak year 
years. Like for instance, like the peak years in the NBA or like NFL would be like 27, 28. That's kind of considered like the twilight of your career in soccer. So Sam is approaching like his peak years because that would be like between like 24 and 28. Okay. So did you say, what did you think? I say he goes. What do you think? Um, I mean, I think he has his mind made up. Yeah, I think he really wants to go. Yeah. So you don't think Rebecca had any, I guess, bearing on his decision? Her showing up at his house? I mean, the fact that she says she can't give him an answer, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but she can't, though. Yeah. She'd be, and- it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be cool if she pulled that and then was like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> still. I think he's mm-hmm. gonna, I think he should consider all of that. Like this, this shouldn't work for whatever reason. Um, she is my boss. She has to figure out her life. She called it off. And now I have this opportunity. And if he considers all of those things and he'd be closer to home, you mm-hmm. know, they'll find him a nice Nigerian woman. Yeah. But he's got time. He's only 21. Like he could just, you know, yeah. chill out for a while. That's another thing. Is he ready for like a life and a marriage and all of that stuff? Because that's what Rebecca wants. I mean, it seems like he, it seems like he would be, but at least he yeah. thinks so. But yeah, I think I think he should go just live a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking the same thing about Jamie because you said they're the same age, mm-hmm. and I know he's like he he's in love with Keely. So I mean, is is that what he wants? Is that what she wants? I don't think that's what Jimmy really wants, but I guess we'll see. Tell me what you want. What you really, really want. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, also two more questions I'm going to put on the book. So that's, that's Tayfire and Nate. <laughs> now that you've mentioned how he's better than all of us, he's gone through his therapy and he understands life a little more. Maybe not, but I hope so. And I hope he does because Beard says this isn't the only weird thing he's done. He's done mm-hmm. these things too. And I hope he they all gather that and say, okay, because of that, we can't trust you and we can't have you here. But doesn't can't but Rebecca can fire him too, right? Oh yeah. 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 But if they so, do, do they get another coach? <sighs> Possibly, but okay. So, so, so here, here's here's what I think. This show, well, this season of the show is about fatherhood, and mm-hmm. like I said, we we saw what Ted did with Sam. He was like, I, I the sons were, the, you know, you have a good father, but Jamie doesn't. But he also had Nate like right in his face, and like didn't see like the signs that. You know Nate's relationship with his father wasn't well, so I think for those reasons, he he's like Nate. I I, I forgive you. Let's make this work. But I hate that. I, I, I don't like. I don't like job. it. Yeah, like it's it, not his but... job to to father Nate. Like without Ted, Nate would still be a kid man. Mm-hmm. Nobody would know who he is. Nobody would know his name. Like that, you have to give all credit to Ted for that. And I say that with 100% confidence because Nate wasn't going to go out and do it on his own. 
Ted gave him the confidence to say even the little bit he's doing now, him and Keely. So I don't even think he would have said anything to Keely without Ted. So it just, I guess it hits harder and it, it cuts deeper because you've bitten, you've quite literally bitten the hand that feeds you. So I hope he fires him. I hope he does. But if he does, I, he I won't does be too. surprised. Like, cause, because yeah. of those reasons, I won't be surprised. Do you think Beard would fire him? Oh, yeah. Beard okay. would have fired him. <laughs> like, I wish, I mean, I didn't know. Ago. <laughs> okay. So you think he stays on? We'll we'll just out. If I have to put it on the books, I say yes. He's gonna fire him. If you put it on the books, you say okay. no. Yeah, I say, say no. Uh oh. Okay, you say no. Okay, go ahead. Next question. Yeah, I say no. All right, fi- final one. Ryan Keely, do they break up? Yes, I feel like they already broke up. I feel like that was I'm, a breakup. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw a surprise here. I don't think they do. Okay. 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 So you think they stick it out? Yeah. So you think, but okay, so do they not break up now or do they not break up at all? Like you think they're in it for the long night. They're in game. Mm. Okay. I hope so. Yeah, I think. But I don't know. I just, I don't know. Because not like I, like you even said, what do they have in common? But at the same, at the same time, remember how we said Roy looked at Jamie almost like a young version of, him, of himself. I think she may realize that. Like I was waiting, I was waiting on Jamie to become something, but what I was hoping he would become is actually you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what happens then with Roy and his feelings for the teacher? See, I like think those just her. like it's a, it's a it's a little crush. I mean, it might not be a yeah. I see, want to I, think, her. I, I think it's just a crush. It's just a crush. Yeah. You know what though, I I I wouldn't dispute you because I think it was partially part her and part not wanting to go home for that photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it may not have been as much her as just I don't want to do this thing, but I'm going mm-hmm. to. Because my girlfriend needs me to be there. So it was just a convenient um delay, I guess. Exactly. But three hours. <laughs> three hours. I don't like anybody enough to spend three hours with myself. Three hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I if I'm wrong, I'm okay with it. Like I'm yeah, I'm yeah, happy yeah. if I'm wrong. Now I won't be happy if I'm wrong about Nate, because No, no, no. No. But I do like, want him to be a better I, I want to be wrong about Nate. I do want that. So I guess in the in the grand scheme, if they don't fire Nate because he becomes a better person, I think I could get over it. But I think sometimes, a lot of times, most of the time, you need to feel the consequences of your actions and that will make you better. And that Mm -hmm. might be what Nate needs. Like you need to see that you can't do this type of thing and be successful and then he won't do it again. Yeah, it's almost like firing a racist. Like, how many times did they do racist things and get to keep their job? Maybe this time they will learn their lesson. So maybe yeah. you won't be racist, at least not out loud. At least not out loud. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I guess I guess overall, no matter what happens, I, I I have no choice but to trust the trust the process, but it's cool because the the finale of of the first season was just freaking phenomenal. So I expect nothing 
less from this one. So I trust the writing. I trust the the whole process. Whatever happens, like will likely be like, oh, I didn't see that coming. But yeah, I am. I am looking forward to it. Okay. Do you think because the next episode is going to be the expose? Clearly, right? Like it's going to come out, and he's going to have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So my questions are: One, do they get promoted? Two, how does he handle the expose? Or how, not even how Ted handles it, how do the fans and the critics handle the expose? Because well, Rebecca shouldn't be surprised. She yeah, I was about to say, my, my, my answer answers both of them because yes, they get okay. promoted. And when and when they get promoted because of Ted, nobody's going to care anymore. No, no, okay, okay. Do you think he's even going to speak on it? He kind of has to. I think he kind of has to. I feel like at, at the post-game presser, Trent may say something about it. And not in an evil way, just in a Trent Krim. Wait, Trent, Trent who? Trent Krim. Who does he work for, Ronnie? The Independent. <laughs> I think he's going to ask in his way because he's just a great journalist. Like, he's, if nothing else, he is. Mm. But he does it respectfully and he respects Ted, which he told him. So I think there's gonna be something he may say about it or he may just like do that whole no comment thing and say I'm just here yeah. to talk about football yeah. or maybe the team will rally around him and just say what, what a great coach he is and Nate's gonna be there looking stupid because mm-hmm. you do you think that's gonna come out that Nate was the one that told I mean, everybody else is yeah. gonna know the coaches are gonna know are the players gonna find out Players gonna find out when when Roy is stuffing him into a locker. Yeah, into a locker. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think Roy's gonna be pissed. I know yeah. Beard's gonna be pissed. I think Leslie will be disappointed. Um, I don't know how Rebecca's gonna react. Rebecca's gonna be like, "Who? No, just fine." <laughs> but she knows. She she knows. Yeah, Nate she now. she knows she knows Nate now. Yeah. But she's also very protective of Ted. Mm-hmm. So I think that's gonna be a problem. Again, especially because she already knows what it was. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the best part. It's not going to be a surprise to her because she knows he had a panic attack because she knows Ted. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Either, either way, we, we lit. I can't wait. We um, lit. So, jo- we lit. So, please, please join us next week. Um, we, we might have some special guests come through. We might. We might. We, we might. Right. So, so yeah, just, just stick with us. Let us know what you think about the season, what you think about what's going to happen in the finale. You know, hit us up at the KWC blog. But yeah, until next time. Peace. Peace.